This is On The Tee. Brought to you by Canteen Vodka Soda. Ready to drink, ready to go. Now here's your host, Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome in, welcome in. Let's dive right into it. And uh, we got the Zurich Classic of New Orleans happening right now. TPC Louisiana. Uh, just a just a hop, skip, and a jump from uh, from the French Quarter, which, by the way, I used to live in the French Quarter. Um, never attended this tournament, uh, but nonetheless, uh, different change of pace here uh, in regard to the tour. This is a, this is a, a team sport, okay? The Zurich Open, TPC Louisiana, two man teams, eighty teams uh, teed off on Thursday, and thirty three made the cut. Right, so really interesting. First round and the third round were best ball. The second round and today's round are going to be alternate shots. So uh, another reason, uh, you know, what makes this tournament really, really interesting, um, and not sure if, if folks out there listening, if, uh, if of course you've uh, you've played in tournaments before where uh, you have a partner and you're 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 doing best ball or you're doing alternate shots. Um, a lot of strategy goes in, it is, is, is involved. A lot of strategy absolutely is involved. So heading into this tournament, uh, Shoffley and Cantley were favored. They were chalk looking to, of course, defend their title here in Louisiana at three to one. Um, and I, I felt that they were going to do well. Why? Uh, first of all, they're best buds. And this is this is what's really interesting. These guys obviously get to pick their partners. And they pick their partners for a, a, a various uh, reasons. And, uh, and and folks might not be aware of this, but Shoffley and Cantley are, are best friends. They vacation together with their families. They're best buds, writer and president cup partners. Um, but also more than anything, not just how great of a friendship they have as, as to why I, I felt that they were going to win today. Uh, but also both coming in in really, really great form, both playing really, really great golf, especially what we saw them uh, do at the Masters. Data Golf gave them a 19% chance of uh, of winning this bad boy today. And looking at the leaderboard and, and where it stands, Hostler and Clark are at the top leaderboard at 26 under. Right behind them is Keith Mitchell and Sanjay M. Uh, where is Cantlay and Shoffley? Well, Cantley and Shoffley are 20 under, so they're six shots back, and they're tied for 10th. So I do not believe, and, and something really interesting in regard to the history and the trends here um, with, with, this, with this tournament is three of the last five winners were at the top of the leaderboard, were in the front after the first 54, 54 holes. This is a tough place and tough tournament to play catch-up. So the top two, and one is Hostler and Clark, two is Mitchell and M. The top two are typically the teams that, that win this whole thing. And so, so there's that. Um, take that for what it's worth. Four teams shot 62 yesterday, uh, which really, obviously, really, really impressive, even though this is a, a team sport. Um, so with that being said... Hostler and Clark, again, at the top of the leaderboard. And I just want to call up what the odds are right now for these two guys. Uh, to win is plus 150. Everything else, too much juice. To finish in the top 10 is uh, top five is minus 
six six fifty. Uh, to to finish in the top ten is 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 minus three thousand. So you know you got you're laying three hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars. Um. So anyway, with that being said, I, I do like Hostler and Clark uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, they complement each other extremely well. Clark, bomber off the tee, great iron player. Hostler, great short game. So you've got a nice yin and yang between these two cats. So um, am I going to throw some coin on Hostler and Clark to win? Yeah, uh, I am at plus 150. Not only because of uh, what we've seen them in, in, in their play so far the last the, the past three days, uh, but also the trend uh, that this is not an easy course to, to play catch up. And, and not that there's uh, a big discrepancy in regard to their lead because right behind them is Sun JM and Keith Mitchell. Now, if you feel that uh, they're going to win, you could get that at plus 170. Okay. Um, and why would you, why would you play Mitchell in M? Well, Sanjay M again, another guy form coming in has had a great start to the season. Uh, and he's a guy who does everything. Well, fifth in strokes gained off the tee 11th, uh, in strokes gained around the greens, Meanwhile, Mitchell, uh, one of the best players off the tee in regard to a combination of driving distance and driving accuracy, and also 11th in birdies or better. And that's what you need here, <laughs> especially this tag team type of golf mentality. Uh, you, you, you need to just, you need to go on birdie runs. So anyway, right now, that's where it stands. So either your team Hostler Clark or your team M. Mitchell. Hostler Clark plus 150, M. Mitchell plus 170. I think personally it comes down to these two guys or, or these two these two teams. That's what I think it comes down to. Um, and taking a look, some of the other some of the other golfers that I liked coming in, I loved Sam Burns and Billy Horschel. Now they came in second last season. All right, they're sitting at tied for tenth. They're 20 under, so they're six shots back. I think they're too far back to win, but I do like them finishing in the top 10 and you could get that at minus 110. And I do like them finishing in the top five and you could get that at plus 360. Why? Again, last year they finished second. Uh, they were tied for fourth in 2021. So the last two years they finished in the top five. Burns is an LSU grad. So he knows this course extremely well. He played it several times and puts extremely well on Bermuda. Billy Ho, Billy Horschel, uh, he got his first PGA Tour win on this track back in 2013, and he loves this format. So I think, uh, you know, usually Saturday is moving day. Uh, today is Sunday. I, I think it will still be moving day for Burns and Billy Ho, and I do believe they get into the top five, and you could get that at plus 360, top 10 at minus 110. Uh, another twosome that I liked coming in, and that was the Kim brothers. Uh, this is Team Korea. And I'm talking about Siwoo Kim and Tom Kim. No, they're not brothers. I just call them the Kim brothers. This is an interesting trend. Um, a team from another country has been in contention on Sunday since the inception of this format. And like I said, they're Team Korea. Uh, both have won the season. Tom Kim fourth in bogey avoidance. So where do they stand right now? They're 19 under, so they're tied for 13th. They're just one shot out of the top 10. I like them to finish in the top 10 at plus 170. Like I said, I like them coming in and, uh, and, and I'm going to continue to play them. Their odds though, coming in to win 14 to one top five plus 260, top 10 plus 
120. So right now you're even getting better odds uh, than when the tournament began for them to finish in the top 10 at plus 170. So uh, this is the Zurich. Again, this is the Zurich Classic, a different kind of format. This is what the tour likes to do on occasion, uh, you know, sway away, sway away from the norm just to mix it up a little bit, have some fun. Uh, they're going to get back to their normal schedule next week. Uh, they've got the Mexico Open uh, where John Rahm is, is looking to defend his title. Following that, May 4th through the 7th is the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow Club in Charlotte, North Carolina. May 11th through the 17th is the AT&T Byron Nelson TPC Ranch um, uh, Craig Ranch in Texas. And then our second major of the season coming your way May 18th through the 21st, the PGA Championship at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. Justin Thomas uh, looking to defend his title. Uh, if you're listening to the show, obviously when we kicked off in the mat, the week of the Masters, I really loved uh, Justin Thomas. That was who my my pick was to win the Masters. Obviously, he didn't even make the cut. Uh, so that was pretty unfortunate. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, I do I do think that he he will make the cut, and make some noise in the U.S. Open. I don't have I don't have a, a pick yet. I don't have a winner yet uh, in regard to uh, who I think is going to win the U.S. Open. Uh, but nonetheless, um, I do believe Justin Thomas is is going to do well. Uh, we've got a great show lined up for you uh, coming your way. We also we've got we're going to hear from Jimmy Hanlon. Uh, former PGA pro also uh, has his own radio and TV shows covering golf. A lot of hot topics out there this week. Tiger Woods, of course, um, unfortunately uh, had to go under the knife for some surgery. What does that mean? He's going to be on the shelf for a while. Uh, also, Christina Thompson is going to join us. Uh, the Chevron Championship, the women's LPGA first major is happening right now. Should be in California. It is not. It is in Houston at the Carlton Woods Club at Carlton Woods in Woodland, Texas. Weather conditions have not been great, but weather conditions will be good for them today. No rain, temps anywhere between 52 to 56, winds anywhere between 12 to 18 miles per hour. Uh, in regard to Louisiana, uh, this Zurich Classic, uh, they're having great weather today for the final round. Mostly sunny. Temperatures, high 78, uh, low 60s, and, uh, and not, a lot of, not a lot of wind conditions. So some beautiful golf uh, from Mother Nature that is set and lined up for both the women and the men today. So buckle up. Great show. You're listening to On the Tee here on ESPN. This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight s-a-v-e 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to On the Tee here with Anita Marks on ESPN. And Jimmy Hanlon is joining us uh, to look back and look forward. Talking about some of the hot topics in and around the wide, wide world of the PGA Tour. So, Jimmy, welcome in. So great to have you. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, Anita. How are you? I'm I'm great. Back from vacation. Excited to be back on board. Uh, Jimmy, former PGA Tour professional, hosts a, a, a plethora of shows um, on a variety <laughs> of platforms, specifically uh, on ESPN as well. So uh, thrilled to have you on. Uh, first things first, uh, we've got the Zurich Classic that's taking place right now. And, you know, a really interesting format, right? Because now you're, you're talking about teams. And when you look across the board, you know, you've got Cantlay and Shoffley who are best buds. They vacation together with their families. Um, you've got uh, Kitayama going with his UNLV buddy. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. You, you know, you've got the, the Kim brothers, as I like to call them, Siwoo and Tom, <laughs> representing Team Korea. You know, um, Hadwin and uh, was, is he with Montgomery, I think? Is he, is, I, I think, you know, representing Canada. Interesting yeah. how these guys pick their partners, right? And how important it is in this format to really know the guy well that you're playing with, right? Well, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, Anita, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, this, this format is new. It's the only team event, I believe, on the P, in the PGA Tour for the year. And I really didn't know how it was done. I actually Googled it and looked it up and did some research uh, earlier this week, I think Monday or Tuesday, because I got into my radio week and this was the PGA Tour event this week. But, you know, it goes by the ranking of the one player and then he can choose his, his partner from there. So that partner just has to be a PGA Tour member or has to be have a sponsor's exemption. So that's the only way in. So it's typical like a normal tour event where the, where the rankings matter of who gets in as the, as the one player, but the other guy could be a guy that could be at the bottom of the barrel from the PGA tour. But if he's got a buddy that wants to play with him and wants to take him on as a partner, he gets in. And that, that's interesting to me. I, I did not actually know that's how it was done. And, and uh, you're right. I mean, you have to be able to play together in this, whether it be the, the alternate shot or the, or the best ball and, and on those days. And you have to understand your partner's game. And, and you know, this is, this is team golf, which is, is completely different than individual golf. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's different. It's a different change of pace. It's fun to watch. I actually, I enjoy, um, you know, mixing it up every now and then with a different format. Um, let's look back in regard to the masters. Cause you and I have not had an opportunity to, to speak since then. And John Rahm winning the Masters, obviously that's the number one storyline, but there were a lot of other storylines coming out of the Masters. Um, well, first and foremost, before we, we dive into all those, your thoughts on, on John Rahm. It's, it's evident. Rahm and, and Scotty uh, really uh, yin and yang, right? Like in regard to the, the two best this season on the PGA Tour. Your, your thoughts on Rahm's performance at the Masters? You know, when, when John Rahm won or did not win, I should say, when John Rahm was winning by, I believe, six shots to Memorial and then tested positive for COVID and couldn't play Sunday and win at that mm-hmm. point right there, I thought John Rahm was the best player in the world, and I haven't changed my mind since then. Um, I, I absolutely have thought that he did have a little bit of putting woes last year, and Scotty 
putted ter- terrific, and that was the difference in, in those two probably over the last you know seven or eight months. Now it seems to be going the other way. John Rahm seems to be putting a little bit, and Scotty seems to be you know struggling a little bit with the putter. You know, at least enough to get a, get the victory anyway. So, um, but I agree with you 100. percent These two are the two guys to beat right now. There's there's probably not anybody I would say even a a close second at this point. At this point, I mean, not that they can't be beat; they can both be beat. But at the end of the day, when you look week in and week out, these two are, are kind of dominating the game of golf right now, and it's 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 fun to watch. And they're both really good. And John Rahm is is you know he's as good as we've seen in a long time. Uh, another storyline is just how well the live players did, right, Jimmy? I, I mean, I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I did not wager. Full disclosure, I did not wager on any of the live players. Um, and, and a big reason was number one, they had only played in three events. So I felt like, you know, that competitive nature wasn't there. Um, and number two, uh, we haven't seen him play. So, but for Brooks Kepka to compete the way that he did, especially, um, after everything we've seen, uh, from him with the Netflix special, um, a- along with Patrick Reed, I want to say 12 of the 18 players who teed it who teed it up at the Masters, uh, made the cut. It was really impressive, don't you think? Oh, I, I tell you, I think it's the story of the tournament even bigger than maybe John Rahm winning. In fact, I was the opposite of you. I actually um, wagered, most of my wagers were on live tour players, and the reason that I did that was because the odds were so good, right? So wagering odds, as you know, you're a specialist in this, are, are based on who everybody else bets. It's not based on, I mean, Vegas starts it somewhere, but then it's always moves based on who people are betting. Well, you know what? People are not loving live tour players right now, so they weren't putting their money on live tour players. So I'm like, listen, I can get, I can get Brooks Kapka, a guy that is is one of the most talented players in the world, at, at forty to one, which is what I had. And believe me, coming down the stretch on Sunday, I was not very happy watching what happened happen because I had a pretty sizable, uh, you know, forty to one bet on Brooks, and and so. You know, these guys, I just saw the odds, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, these are the same players. I mean, Dustin Johnson's, you know, one of the best players in the world. I know he hasn't played very much, but at the end of the day, the odds were so much better than the rank of their guys, you know. And so I, I thought that, you know, I mean, here's the fact. Live Tour guys finished 2, 3, and 4. Now, Patrick Reed was tied for fourth, but 2, 3, and 4 in the Masters are a pretty good finish when there's only 40 players on the whole tour, right? So um, I thought it was a great, great tournament for the, for the guys on the live and and i think it was eye-opening and i think it was um, you know i think you and i have heard a lot of people that you know call in and talk about golf saying ah, it's all the washed up guys and guys that don't really love golf or whatever well i think they proved that wrong here at augusta you know last week and i think that there's going to have to be some little deeper deeper looks into um you know is golf really at its best without these guys on the golf course and, you know, one of the big storylines as well is Zach Johnson, who's the captain of the Ryder Cup, came out this week and said, still have not made a decision decision whether or not those Lib players will be a part of the USA team for the Ryder Cup. Where it stands right now, it's Scotty, Max Homa, Cam Young, Spieth, Sam Burns, and Cantlay. Uh, you add, potentially, the Lib players, DJ Brooks, DeChambeau, Reed, Bubba, Phil, um, you know, so how do you, any idea what your gut is telling you, how you think this plays out? Do you think we'll see live players, cats and dogs living together under one roof? Jimmy? 
<laughs> you know, I actually think there's only a few, I think there's only a few players that have major issue with this. I'll be honest with you. I think Rory has has blown this up and made had major issue with it, which is kind of funny because he was on his couch watching on Sunday. Um, and I think Tiger has a little bit, but he hasn't been as vocal. But he has a big problem with it. There, there's only a few guys out there. Billy Horschel maybe being one, but there isn't a ton of them that really care that much, right? Everybody likes DJ, right? Everybody likes most of these players. So they're all friends at the end of the day. You know how that goes. I mean, job's a job, right? But at the end of the day, you don't dislike somebody for it. And so um, I don't think there's that much to it, but I would be shocked if the tour players were on the Ryder Cup because the PGA of America and the PGA Tour just have too good of a relationship. They work together too much, and I think that they would – the PGA Tour would take it as a slap in the face if the PGA of America allowed Live Tours to play, Live Tour players to play on on you know in the Ryder Cup. I think it'll be less of an event. We won't have the best players in the world on our teams if we don't do that. Um, but I would be extremely surprised if the PGA of America allowed that to happen. Again, Jimmy Hanlon joining us here on uh, on on the tee. Uh, with me and he marks here on 710 ESPN. Another big storyline is Tiger. Unfortunately, he makes the cut, but then has to withdraw. And I totally understand. These dudes had to play, what, 29, 30 holes on Sunday. Weather conditions were horrible. But to add insult to injury, word came out this week, ankle surgery, post-traumatic arthritis for Tiger Woods, the age of 47, 15 majors. I think it's safe to say that we don't expect him to win another one again. If he did, I think it would be. Uh, an absolute miracle. Uh, but your your thoughts on Tiger and what you saw from him at the Masters and, and now with this news that he's had ankle surgery. Yeah, you know, I actually, you know, you and I talked about it before the, the Masters. I expected a little more out of him early when the weather was good. I thought he would play a little better. Um, but then he grinded, right? He just grinded through, and, and it could not have been worse weather for Tiger Woods at this Masters. I mean, let's get real. If Tiger Woods is going to compete in any event, I don't care if it's the his member guest in Orlando, right? It needs to be warm and hot, right? I mean, that that's just what he needs. His body needs that, right? I mean, so that's what we got to get to. Unfortunately, it started out that way, and it went the other direction. Um, and, and so, you know, let's just really hope that it's not the last that we've seen a Tiger. Um, I never thought we'd see Tiger play the Champions Tour, but I have heard him talk about how much better golf he can play in a cart right now than he can walking. So maybe he's sitting there going, hey, you know what, let's just drag this out for another three and a half years and, you know, let's go play some Champions Tour golf and, and, and go excite people with my golf game still. It's just unfortunate I can't walk. i got to ride in a cart. So, um, you know, I, I think that's where we're at right now. You know, he just physically can't walk 72 holes at this point, and, and, it's, and it's crazy because it's not his back, right, what it really is. It's really from this car accident that's what's causing this. And the more group tiger we get, the better. I just don't know how much it's going to be moving forward. Jimmy, last question before I let you go. RBC Heritage, Matt Fitzpatrick won three-hole playoff. How fun was that? Spieth, Cantlay, Shoffley, all in the running on Sunday. What a great tournament that was to watch. But you mentioned it. Rory uh, withdrew, got fined yeah. $3 million, was, you know, reports where he was just so upset that he didn't even make the cut at the Masters. Uh, and there's some talk and speculation that now he's considering live because that he's been docked $3 million. I find that really hard to believe considering how, um, how outspoken he has been against live in any, any smoke to fire here, any concern that Rory might jump ship? 
No, I don't see it at all. I, I don't think there's any way. If anything, and he wanted to like, you know, be be aggravated to be mad at the PGA Tour, he'd just go play the European Tour, right? Rory's got enough money. Doesn't really matter where he plays and what it's for at that point. So, if he is as agitated as, as the reports are, he, I, I would see him go play the European Tour before I would go see him play the Live Tour. He he was just so outspoken. He it would just it would look so bad for his brand um, if he did something like that. So I, I don't see it happening, but. Again, that's where, you know, it, Phil Mickelson, let's just, you know, any PGA Tour player that doesn't want to say that he was right is, is just lying to themselves, right? Like the PGA Tour had more money. They had the ability to change the schedule and do more different, do different things. And they just didn't do it, didn't do it, didn't do it until this new tour came up and challenged them. And now they're doing it right. So, but what we see is when people do things, Anita, and they do them, on a whim to, as a response instead of planned, like the PGA Tour did with this new schedule, what they did, it has holes and it's broken, right? Well, it's broken, right? Obviously, if you have to find your best, most popular player or one of your best, most popular players, $3 million because he doesn't want to play the following week after the Masters because his game's not there, that's a broken that's a broken project, right? That's, that's just, it can't be that way, right? It's just absolutely ridiculous. And so... Um, I understand if, if he is upset, he should be, but, but it really comes from what he has helped create, which is this, you know, this, this new way that they're going to run the tour, which, you know, just didn't have a lot of thought to it. It was a reaction and it wasn't pro action. It was reaction. And, and that's where, um, you know, there's, there's some issues there for sure. Jimmy, always great having you on, uh, just, just talking all the, all the, all the top topics, all the hot topics when it comes to the PGA Tour. Thank you so much for your time. Yep. Thanks, Anita. Thanks for having me. You got it. Jimmy Hanlon joining us here on On the T. Still a lot more coming your way here on 98.7 ESPN. This is On the T with Anita Marks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Uh, John Mascari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, joins us on the program. Good morning. Good morning, John. Weather conditions out there look horrible for people wanting to golf yes. today. Yes. Good morning. Yeah, we uh, we had to postpone our opening day tournament today. We got over 
two inches of rain at Alpine. It's still raining, so uh, not, if you're a duck, it's a great day, but not for us golfers. If you're a duck, it's a great day. Uh, by the way, weather conditions this week, tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday, that's when you want to tee it up, folks. Uh, mostly sunny those three days. Highs uh, somewhere in the low 60s, lows somewhere in the mid to high 40s. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are the three days you want to get out there. Hopefully, course is not, uh, you know, not soaking wet uh, from uh, yesterday and today's rain. Uh, Thursday and Friday, about 30% chance of rain. Uh, I'm sorry, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, about a 30% chance of rain. Sunday, 50%. So those are the weather conditions in New York and New Jersey coming your way this week to play some great golf. So uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry weather's not not cooperating with you and, and the folks out there at Alpine Country Club. It never seems to cooperate with me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I tried to predict it, but I've been wrong. But uh, it'll, tomorrow will be fine. And then, like you said, the week it looks like it's going to be great. So what are you going to do? All right, let's dive into it. Uh, I started the show talking about the Zurich Classic taking place at TPC Louisiana. At the top of the leaderboard is Hostler and Clark right behind them at 26 under. Right behind them is Mitchell and M at 25 under. Uh, the history of this tournament, three of the last five winners have won leading after the first three days. This is not a tournament, whether it's the course, whether it's the format, uh, that one can catch up. Those that were favored to win, Cantley and Shoffley, they're tied for 10th. They're at 20 under. Horschel and Burns as well, tied for 10th at 20 under. They finished second last year. And uh, two dudes that I was looking at, I put some money on the finish to win, finish in the top five, top 10, as well as uh, Siwoo Kim and Tom Kim. They're tied for 13th. They're 19 under. So with that being said, uh, how are you looking at this leaderboard? Who do you have winning today, John? Well, it's kind of nice to see Wyndham uh, Clark and, and Bo Hostler, who have been playing great all year. You know, we would love to see them get their first win on tour. They were the leaders after 36. They went out and shot 62 to stay in the lead. They've yet to make a bogey. <laughs> Think about that which is something you, you really need to do here, given all the firepower that you mentioned chasing these guys. And that, that better ball format where they're playing their own ball, which is rounds one and three, I think you need to be a little bit lucky. So you really can't make birdies on the same hole, <laughs> as hard as that might be. Uh, but you also can't make bogeys and have a bad hole together. So th- those guys have pieced together pretty well. You can think about what they've done. Um, very impressed with Keith Mitchell and, and Sun J.M. sitting at 25 under. You know, cue the stepbrothers clip. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yup. You know, so these guys are um, – I think M loves this format. You know, remember how great he was in the President's Cup. They shot six under through the first eight holes, mostly helped by Sun J.M. And, you know, that's kind of the tricky part, too. If, if your partner's hot, you feel pressure to kind of stay out of his way and let him roll, and Keith still made three birdies of his own, but they were on the back, where Sanjay was kind of in trouble and out of the hole. So I think those guys are in prime pouncing position, uh, sitting behind the leaders. Again, John Mascari joining us here on the T 98.7 ESPN, um, which, by the way, again, uh, Hostler and Clark, you could wager one, one, plus 150 to win. And uh, Mitchell and M plus 170. After that, some really... Uh, Tempting odds because I I think the trend here. So with that being said, it sounds to me you've got Hostler and Clark winning. 
No, I, I actually like Mitchell and him. I think. Uh, oh, you do like Mitchell and him winning? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this this is the the alternate shot, right? So one player tees off on the even holes, one player tees off on the odd holes. So making a lot of move, movement on, up and down the leaderboard is hard in this format. You know, yesterday was the big day for moving, where you could. Both players are playing their own ball. They can make a, a lot of birdies, and we saw that with 10 scores of 63 or better yesterday. Today, a little different. Um, they seem to be feeding off each other, as I said. Mitchell, great off the tee, as you know. Well-rounded player. His chipping has got a lot better. Sunjay M is a machine. I mean, it seems like he just makes birdies. So uh, I think I like them catching and taking over the lead and bringing home the hardware this weekend. Just out of curiosity, John, if you were to play in a tournament like this, who would be your number one guy that you would ask to play along with you? Oh, wow. Um, I would probably want to play with someone who's pretty long off the tee. Um, I, I, I would say my Achilles heel would be my tee shot. So someone who could put me in good position. I'm a pretty good iron player, pretty good around the greens, and I feel very comfortable with the flat stick. So maybe someone like Rory I think would be a good partner for me. See, I'm someone... I mean, we, we can I'm look some... like the number 10 standing next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John. Um, I'm, see, my, as you know, my, well, we haven't played in a minute, uh, so my strength is off the tee. So I would want somebody who's a, a really good iron player. So for me, I'd probably... I'd want, like, Morikawa. Probably is, is who I would... Notice how we, we didn't pick each other. You, you didn't pick me, and I didn't pick you. So. No, well, we're talking about... That's kind of awkward. <laughs> I went, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm not part of the equation. I'm talking about what professional golfer. Yeah. I mean, come on. We're not, we're not, you know, we're not busting boobs here. Um, and again, John Mescari joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Before we let you go, a few things. Uh, number one, hot topic. Uh, Tiger Woods goes under the knife. Unfortunately, ankle surgery, you know, at this point, what can we really realistically, what are you realistically expecting from Tiger Woods moving forward here, John? Well, he's, I think he's in trouble. Um, he's played in four majors since the car accident in February 21. He's finished just one of them, which was the Masters in 22. Um, he's going to be on the shelf for a while. I mean, this is a, this is a pretty big surgery. You know, so Tiger has surgeries here and there you don't really hear about him but for him to come out and, and this is a big one you know as you mentioned he was here in new york at the hospital for special surgery getting his ankle done we saw him limping at augusta he's gonna probably tee it up in a major again but the question is can he compete um you know playing a limited schedule just playing in the majors will make for strong fields against him it's an uphill climb no pun intended for him and uh I think he's going to be stuck on that 15 majors, and I just hope he—I just hope he goes out the right way. If that makes sense, and you don't want to see him just the way we saw him at Augusta, right? You want to see him kind of going out with the fanfare and and the appreciation for all he's done for the game, and uh, watching him limp off and withdraw from the Masters was certainly not the way I'd like to see uh, probably the best player to ever play go out. Looking forward to next week, uh, April 27th through the 30th, Mexico Open. Um, and John Rahm looking to defend his title. Have uh, have you started looking ahead to that tournament yet? Yeah, I looked a little bit ahead of it. You know, obviously, um, a, a, I'll, I'll use the air quotes, a smaller event as we come up to the Wells Fargo in two weeks, but still seven over $7 million purse, 500 FedEx Cup points. 
uh, beautiful golf course on the west coast of Mexico. You know, this is only its second year on the rotation, so not much data. Um, par 71, about 7,500 yards, pretty wide open. Uh, if you think of like a resort course, if you've gone on vacation and you've played like a resort course, they want to kind of get you moving around pretty quickly. So um, wide open, great for long hitters. Uh, so looking at some, some players that are long off the tee, like Gary Woodland, Thagala uh, also as well. But the fun thing about this course is the grass. So it's past Palum grass. Very tolerant to salt water air. So obviously this is a, a course on the Pacific, um, but it's slow. It's like Velcro. So the ball doesn't roll very much. Uh, so your longer hitters are going to have an advantage. They can fly the ball a long way. They're going to have a big advantage. Same goes for good iron play. Uh, it's pretty easy to chip with because the ball sits up nicely uh, in the grass. So I'm looking for players that are off the tee, great driving, uh, tee to green, and um, good iron players. So I haven't really made a few picks yet, but I, I do like uh, Gary Woodland and Tigala who are kind of sticking out. Uh, you know, oh, it's I not love... a really great field. I hate to say it, but um, it's always fun to bet. I um I, I love Thigala. I, I I hope he gets his first win this season. Uh, he's just he's so fun to watch, and he's such a good golfer. And so I am I am I am cheering him on to hopefully get his first PGA Tour win. Hopefully, it's in Mexico. John, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. John Mascari, head pro at Alpine Country Club. Um, you know, having a subpar day because of the weather. Tournament has been canceled. Uh, but uh, but good weather ahead. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, some really nice weather conditions, John. So enjoy your week, my friend. All right. Thanks, Anita. Play well, everybody. See ya. You got it. We'll talk to you next week. All right. We come back. Christina Thompson, Golf for Her, joins us. The LPGA is in the midst of a championship in Texas. And so uh, we'll get the latest. We'll get you up to speed on the uh, on the LPGA tournament that's taking place. Nellie Corda very well could come back from behind. She's only two shots back and win this bad boy. We'll dive into that with Christina next right here on On the Tee. Nina Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN. This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, it is time to focus in on the ladies. That's right, the LPGA, the Chevron Championship, their first major of the season is happening right now in Texas. Uh, Christina Thompson, uh, CEO extraordinaire of Golf For Her. She has a lot of ladies on tour wearing her brand. Uh, she knows the tour like nobody else. Christina, welcome in. How you doing? Hi, good morning, everyone. Thanks. For, I'm glad to be back. Excited. <laughs> <Golf> <laughs> I It's... <laughs> It's it's great it's great to have you back. Uh, with that being said, uh, let let's talk about the Chevron Championship, right? Uh, club at Carlton Woods in Woodland, Texas. This normally is played out west in California. It's played in Houston this season. Uh, do you know why? Why did they change the venue? And uh, and I know weather conditions have not been great um, for uh, for the last few days. But nonetheless, your thoughts on this track? Yeah. So. So, yeah, it was, it's, a bit, it's a very big weekend right now for women's golf. I mean, usually, I mean, after five decades, this is this championship has moved. I mean, it has been hosted in Rancho Mirage, California for 51 years. Uh, most of us know it as either the Dinosaur and the Bisco Championship and recently the ANA Inspiration. But last year, the tournament secured a very lucrative six-year sponsorship deal with Chevron. So that resulted in them moving this championship to Houston, Texas. And they say everything is bigger in Texas. Well, the purse is now $5.1 million. It's up from like $3 million just two years ago. So this is a big move, a great move for the tour. Yeah, some of us are very bummed to not see that beautiful course in Rancho Mirage. But nonetheless, this course is set up beautifully. I mean, it is in champions condition championship condition this week it's long it's lanky it's playing just north of 6,800 yards it features small undulating greens that are honestly leaving room for error all over the place and Bermuda grass so that in itself creates its own putting challenges but unlike Rancho Mirage this is the first time these players are actually competing on this so it's a pretty level playing field there's no advantage to the veterans who have won or have played on this course before. If you look at the leaderboard, there's a lot of players, past championships, uh, past champions that have missed the cut this weekend. Lexi Thompson, past champion. She shot two over. Like Stacey Lewis, Lydia Ko, So Young Roo, Jennifer Cutcho, the winner of last year. They all missed the cut, and we all expected them to play. So the amateurs, you know, have somewhat of an advantage. They, you know, this is their first time playing this beautiful course. Uh, there's a pretty level playing field right now. And if you look at the leaderboard, our co-leaders right now are two young American LPGA stars, Angel Yin and Allison Corpus. They share the lead at 10 under 206 after the third round yesterday. Corpus, she played golf at the University of Southern California. She started out strong. She had uh, birdies on four of the first five holes, including the first three. She had a chance for birdie on 18 to lock up a bogey-free round, but her putt just slipped by the hole. Angel Yin, the L.A. native, she started starting three shots back of the round, uh, the round two leader, but with six birdies, four of which were on the back nine and one on the par five 18, 
she ended up joining Corpus up at the top of the leaderboard. Now, Angel Yin, she's one of the longer hitters on tour. She's going to, you know, which is going to be a huge asset for her since this course definitely favors strong and long ball strikers. Now, although these two players are prime position, this will be either one of their first LPGA victory. The leaderboard is pretty stacked with some talented players in the rearview mirror who made the cut this weekend and really would like to see a win. We've got Megan Kang. She sits one shot back of the leader. She's joined by Amy Yang, who has 19 top 10 finishes in major championships. She's nine under. And then with just two shots behind the leader is world number two, Nellie Corda at eight under. And anyone who follows Nellie, she's comfortable in this position. She's a big hitter. She's going to definitely push Angel Yan, I think, when it comes to, you know, ball striking today. But, you know, there's there's some really great talent out there right now on the LPGA Tour. So I think we're going to see a little bit of shifting around on the leaderboard today. But my prediction, I think we're going to see a, a Nellie Corda, Angel Yan playoff. And I think Nellie's going to uh, pull through for the win. She's been in this position before. So, you know, she's amazing. She's a champion. She knows what it's like to be out there. Gosh, and when it's your first win and it's going to be amazing, there's a lot of pressure on there. We've seen players just get those shaky palms around on the putter. So it should be, uh, it should be a fun Sunday afternoon. So I hope everyone tunes in. I believe the leaders go off at 12. 1220 this afternoon 1230 I believe they the, the leaders go off so Eastern time Eastern just to give you some odds right now Christina Nelly courted a win six to one for her to finish in the top five is minus 140 what does that mean you lay 140 dollars down to win 100 uh Angel Yin eight to one to win plus uh well around even money for her to finish in the top five so those are those are the two golfers right now that you're eyeing that and I was just looking to see now if you could wager whether or not there will be a playoff. I think you're right. Uh, the, the the top leaderboard is very close. Wouldn't be surprised if there's a playoff later on this afternoon. Uh, but nonetheless, your money, you're riding on Nelly Corda. Sounds like. I like Nelly. I like Nelly Corda. If I could throw a third one in there, Megan Kang, keep an eye on her. What are her odds? I haven't seen hers, but um, hold on one second. Let me go back because I, I switched. I, w- I wanted to look at matchups. I wanted to, th- so Megan Kang oh. is plus 550 to win minus 150 to finish mm-hmm. in the top five. Okay. Okay. Those are good. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. You're still, you're still, you're still in on Nelly Corda. Um, you like Angel Yin here. Uh, the, just this round, round four, you could wager on the California native Angel Yin, uh, to beat, uh, is it, Corpus, Corpus, am I pronouncing that properly? Yeah, Corpus. Um, yeah, in, in, in this In this round at plus 155, do you think Yin has a better mm-hmm. round four than Corpus in round? I mean, obviously, yeah. if, if you think she's going to be towards the top of the leaderboard, let alone possibly in a playoff with Nelly Corda, um, you... I would imagine you think that that's a that's a that's a pretty good... At plus 155, what does that mean? You're laying $100 to win 155 yeah, and I like Angel Yin only because she's won three times on previous um, on on the Symmetra Tour prior to this. I mean, she she's she has won. She's a great solid player, and I think she's going to have a breakout season this year. So, I think it's worth it. Here's here's another matchup for you: Nelly Corda over HK Kim, and you could get that at minus one twenty. I'd take that. Yeah. Nelly's so you like season. those two? You I'd like those it. two matchups? Yeah. So again, yeah, it is um, it is the Chevron Championship taking place not in California, unfortunately, in Houston. They've been having to deal with some weather, 
Um, and this will be a fun Sunday. Weather conditions, no rain today. Temperatures anywhere between 52 to 56, so it is going to be a little cooler. Winds anywhere between 12 to 18 miles per hour. With that being said, again, Christina Thompson joining us here. A golf for her. Make sure you log on. Go to her website. Uh, and again, a number of the women out there on tour sport her brand for sure. Uh, but looking big picture, future-wise, right, like in regard to the schedule, this year's schedule for the women on tour is is quite impressive, Christina. I, I mean, they're hitting up some really phenomenal golf courses. They, they really are. And it's, it's just so wonderful to see the ladies being hosted by some of the most iconic golf courses in the country. I mean, the schedule, I mean, obviously being from Jersey, the fact that we have four tournaments this season in New Jersey alone is a little bit of a great bragging, right? But, you know, in June alone, the ladies are teeing it up at Liberty National in Jersey City, right outside of New York City for the Mizuho Americas Open. That's the first year of that tournament. Then two weeks later, they're playing the KPMG Women's PGA Championship at Balls of Straw, like great iconic course here in New Jersey. Two weeks after that, July, Pebble Beach is going to be hosting them for the 78th, yeah, 78th U.S. Women's Open Championship. This is the first time Pebble Beach is hosting this women's major. So, I mean, those are some great courses that are going to really showcase the players, the depth of the talent on the LPGA right now, and to give them a great platform, a great course, a great backdrop. So I think we're going to really have some great golf to watch this year. And it's just nice to see that these clubs are recognizing the women and realizing that, hey, listen, they're deserving to be on these courses. And I, I just hope that there's a few more special courses that we're going to see them play on in, in, the, in the coming years. That's for sure. And by the way, next week, um, the ladies do head to L.A., right? They do. <laughs> yep. They do. They're actually going to L.A. They're going, you don't have to wait for June to, to watch any more golf. we got a lot of golf every week. But, yeah, they're heading to Wilshire Country Club in L.A., for the JM Eagle LA Championship presented by Class Pro. So that, again, is an inaugural event being held at that club. Although they've had tournaments at Wilshire Country Club in the past. This is the first year for this new tour, uh, this new tournament. So beautiful course. Again, Christina Gosh, Thompson joining us here uh, on on the tee uh, here on ESPN. Uh, again, uh, got to pay, pay some attention to the ladies, please, especially – uh, how well yes. they've been playing this season and some some really big names out there. Uh, Christina, before I let you go, you mentioned the purse here. This is a championship. The purse is a little over five five point one million dollars. Uh, whoever wins comes in first, gets seven hundred sixty five thousand dollars. Second place gets uh, four hundred eighty one thousand dollars. Needless to say, night and day in regard to the men. And there's some talk and speculation yeah. out there that live is going to offer some opportunity to the LPGA players. And I know that's been a hot topic of discussion the last two weeks. Uh, I, I know you you have your finger on the pulse of this this tour uh, better than most and know a lot of these professional golfers. Uh, what 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 do you think? Do you, do you think that there's going to be an opportunity here from Liv? The amount of money that we know that they have, endless pockets. Uh, do you believe that there'll be some L, LPGA players that will be able to play? Um I know I know the LPGA commissioner said that she'd be open to listening to uh, what Liv has to say, obviously night and day from the PGA tour. How, what, what do you think transpires here? Uh, you know, let's, all right. So there's so much to unwrap here, but I, I do believe that, well, listen, there already is a 
on the on the European tour, they already have a tournament that's very similar in format to Live. It's um, and I know the big controversy is obviously who funds and backs the Live tour, right? So on the LET, we have an event, the Ar- Armorco uh, Championship. It's funded by the Saudi oil companies, right? So we already have a, a very a platform that's out there. So and there's a lot of players. You got Lexi, you've got the Corda sisters, a lot of top players, Lydia Ko. Um, that are already playing and are already winning on that. So I'm not going to be surprised if this happens, if there is an actual live tournament for women. And I do believe that it's going to be a very different conversation. I think it's going to be incredibly hard to prevent some of the players from hopping over and playing on this, on the live schedule. I mean, look at the purses. I mean, they don't even come close. So if you dangle that carrot, I, I think it's gonna it's gonna get eaten very quick because I I do think the ladies are gonna have the you know the, they're gonna jump to have this opportunity and I I know some players I'm not gonna say their names who said yeah I'd definitely go play if I could make that kind of coin so I, I don't blame them I mean the purses are more appealing when you're not making as much so uh, I, I think we're gonna have a long conversation but I do understand that Greg is not really going to address this probably for another year or so I think he just wants to get this live tour solidified and iron out all the kinks that you know they're continuing to experience so yeah i i, I don't think it's not going to happen i just think it's and it's i do believe it's going to be a little bit different so um i'm eager to see what unfolds but i think it would unfortunately if if molly took the same stance as the pga does and says nope if you can only play on one or the other i think you will see the lpga completely crumble because they, they don't have the power and the financial resources to, to fight and to support that so I think there's going to be a little bit more of a compromise between the two. And listen, if it brings more eyes to women's golf, I, oh gosh, this is a, this is such a slippery slope of a conversation. I, I so hard. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but I don't really matter in this equation. So it should be interesting to see where, where we end up in the next year or so. I hear you again, uh, Christina Thompson golf for her joining us here on, on the T ESPN really quick before we let you go. I know you have a big event happening here uh, in New York, in the New Jersey area. Uh, go ahead. Why don't you let the folks know what it's about? And uh, and for those who might maybe can't attend, uh, maybe they could donate in some way. Yeah, for sure. No, thank you. You know, the golf community, along with the LPGA family, are coming together again for our third annual Saving Grace fundraiser. It benefits Grace, the daughter of LPGA Tour Pro, Jane Park. I know many of you have heard me talk about this over the years. Um, you know, and as you can imagine, the need to help never ends when you have a child with special needs. Back in 2021, Grace was hospitalized in the middle of a tournament, actually, in Texas. She had seizures and brain swelling and has since been diagnosed with epilepsy and long-term brain damage. So as a result, she's going to live in a life, with a life of, of special needs. And, you know, Jane has retired from professional golf, but we need to, we're, we're rallying together to help raise money to help care for her daughter so we've got some of the top players. Um, Marina Alex, actually, who you, obviously you know we talk about her. She's from Wayne, New Jersey. She's been a team ambassador for many years. Her and I put together this event. We have players like Brittany Lincecum, uh, Gabby Lopez, Jessica Corda, Lydia Ko, Nellie Corda, Morgan Pressel, Paula Creamer. They're all coming out. Stacey Lewis, captain of the Solheim Cup team this year. They're all coming out to our fundraiser to come play golf, play simulator games with all the, the participants in efforts to raise money for Jane and, and Grace. And actually, this year, Grace is coming. Jane is uh, escorting Grace up to the tour, up, up to the event. So we're going to 
get to introduce everyone who doesn't know Grace and Jane to everyone, and they'll be there. It's going to be a really special event. Grant Boone from the Golf Channel, he'll be emceeing it for us. So if you are in the area, we have a few tickets left. You can go visit Golf For Her. It's golf, the number four, H-E-R, dot com. For more information, you can donate. You can um, buy a ticket. Like I said, it's, it's a, you know, a pretty exciting and fun uh, event. So tickets are, we only have a few left. So if you want, you know, hop in. But we're always taking donations to help the family out. And, you know, we just want to show them that the golf community is here for them. And we're rallying for them. And trying to help a little girl have the best quality of life that she deserves. Christina, you rock as always, my friend. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, let's, let's, let's go LPGA. Let's watch some golf this afternoon. Major weekend, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Again, Christina Thompson joining us. Uh, this concludes our show. And thank you so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it on the T. I want to thank Christina, of course, Jimmy Hanlon, as well as John Mascari, uh, and um, sit tight. We come back. We will kick off the quote-unquote regular show, the Anita Mark show, that would be me, uh, with a lot of talk, talking about the Knicks, all NBA, LeBron James didn't score 40, uh, but definitely helped that Lakers team go 2-1 in that series against the Memphis Grizzlies. Moke Hamilton will be joining us. Also, Steve Verderosa, former Giants scout, will be joining us on the program as well, getting you ready for the NFL draft that will come your way this Thursday, round one, round two Friday, and then, of course, the remainder on Saturday. Greg Wyshynski, the puck daddy, will stop in. Uh, Rangers lose to the Devils last night, so that series now 2-1. Some other good matches uh, on the slate today in hockey. So still a lot more coming your way. We kick off the Anita Mark Show next right here on 98.7 ESPN.